Hey everyone, Ontarioku here, aka Ethan. Just a little heads up before we start the episode. Taz has moved on to work on their own projects. We're wishing them all the best. But in the meantime, I'm going to be taking over editing the episodes. So, hope you enjoy. Anime, the show that discusses anime randomly. I am your host, Rosen, and I'm joined by Astra. Hello. By Gomer. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And by Ethan. Hi there. And we have five animes for you today, as usual. First is yep. Demon Slayer Episode 5, My Own Steel. I was debating between a Creed joke, and I can't remember what the other joke was going to be. <laughs> oh, it was going to be a Weird Al joke. That's what it was. Yeah. Between My thing- Own Eyes and My Own Prison. But uh, yeah, I, I I knew you were gonna go there because yeah, I I Creed was a big thing when I was in high school. It gives you an idea of how old I am. Oh, uh, and and I admit I I contributed to it not monetarily. I couldn't do that, but you know I enjoyed what they had, and now I look back and it's like I don't know if I enjoy that anymore. Yeah, Scott Stapp seems like a decent enough dude, and Creed just makes me laugh. Yeah, mainly because of Scott they... Stapp's voice. Yeah. Weren't they based, I want to say they were based out of, I want to say Tallahassee? I have no idea. Or somewhere in Florida. So it also, very much for my case, definitely a local thing. So my first note is, starts with post-intro. So post-intro, we open on more slaughter. Time to get used to that. This is the Hand Demon's backstory, as well as a chance to show Urukodaki being badass. I see this as an absolute win. Basically, the last thing that uh, that the Hand Demon sees before it gets its head cut off is Urukodaki capturing him. What? Back before he was a full hand demon, when he was just a regular demon who liked his hands, I guess. I don't know why he's a hand demon. Yeah. But more to the point, damn, Tondro, that was a clean slice. Uh, and first bit of, of commentary here. This show does a great job making every demon seem at least a bit sympathetic. It does. It really does. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Because yeah, props to Kirk Thornton for the like for the whole thing. Like You're hearing the demon, he's just like, yes, I eat them, I enjoy it so much. And then like you just hear the performance like, I had a brother, and just like that one moment of realization is just like, like, oh yeah, you can I, I used to be a person. Yeah, yeah, uh, it does a good job of showing that like, like their entire like humanity is literally just been like stripped away from them. Yeah, it's very tragic, and they do it really well, I think. Yeah, and it makes you really hate the the big bad of the series, who we will actually <laughs> meet in a couple episodes. Ooh. Yep, Tanjiro is a very good boy. Tanjiro's mm-hmm. a very good boy. That he is. That's going to be a note, I think, every episode. Tanjiro, because uh, what he does is, even with this this demon that gloated about killing his master's children, he, he still comforts it on his way out by holding mm-hmm. his hand. Yeah. yeah. It was, oh, man, that got me. <laughs> yeah. oh, something else got me, but we'll get to that. Uh, Tanjiro sees the ghost of every slayer that this demon killed, and they can finally rest. What a powerful image. And with that, mm-hmm. after two more days, Tanjiro f- survived final selection, and that guy that Tanjiro saved didn't make it. Ouch. Uh, our yeah, survivors. I, uh, oh, good. I I thought the scene like where, uh, like you get to see all of the all of Urokodaki's like students, uh, like kind of get like put to rest was really really pretty. Like this show doesn't My often other... uh doesn't often focus on cinematography as opposed to uh. Like, it doesn't focus on cinematography over animation, but when it does, it's immaculate. Uh, so, uh, one of my other notes is yeah. that I, it's just so gratifying to see how strong Tanjiro really got over the two years that he trained. 
because you get like a scene like right after like he puts the hand demon to rest where like he just like kills two more demons like it's nothing yeah and even mm-hmm. even though he doesn't want to fight he's still incredibly capable of fighting and i feel like he fights in the most humane way he can if that makes sense like he he doesn't tend to like weaken them and then strike he just fucking goes for it yeah like the opening threat is is not only a good way of of one shot the enemy it's a way to painlessly kill them or as painlessly as possible so our survivors are tanjiro the blonde guy the guy with the shaved head and the butterfly girl so characters with unique unique designs so anyone here remember the simpsons episode where marge becomes a cop yeah vaguely (laughs) all right you scrawny bean poles becoming a cop is not something that happens overnight it takes one solid weekend of training to get that badge. Forget about the badge! When do we get the freaking guns? Hey, I told you, you don't get your gun until you tell me your name. I've had it up to here with you, rivals! So we learned that, obviously, our survivors start at the lowest rank. Who the hell cares about some stupid crow? Hey, fuck you, I like Bill Corbett. <laughs> oh! Uh. Mohawk guy is clearly unstable. He really would be a cop in modern times. Yeah, yeah. The new Slayers get to pick their own ore for their sword, which makes me miss the lightsaber building place at Galaxy's Edge. Ah, uh, I never got to experience it. I don't because think because I am Poe. It it, uh, it unfortunately does cost two hundred dollars. Yeah. But thankfully, we had a friend who had money to burn, so we we got to go in with him and watch him do it. Yeah, and and because I want to note this, and because I want to show off a little bit more soundboard, the twins are back, which also includes hey hey, <laughs> at least her voice actress. Yes. <laughs> We, we, we mentioned that before, but speaking of voice actors, yeah. uh, before we move on to voice actors, does anyone have any other notes? Uh, I had one note that basically when I saw all the group together, it's like, okay, blue, yellow, pink, and black. Where's the red? Go, go, Demon Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Saban's going to allow that one. God damn it, Dalton. Dalton says, Gomer is Poe. Then shouldn't he be in the Star Wars park? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. Gomer, when were you going to tell us your Oscar Isaac? When was I going to tell myself? That's that's a revelation to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk voice actors, because I'm tired of not calling these characters by their names. The blonde guy is Zenitsu, and he's a future main party member. He's played by Alex Lay, who is Kaimon, the lizard man in Doro Hidoro. I normally don't bring up when we uh, the Japanese voice actors when we watch the dubs, because that's too much work on my part. Mm-hmm. But I was informed of this outside of the research, so I gotta mention it. Uh, his Japanese voice actor is Hiro Shimono, who was Dobby in My Hero Academia... That's the mm-hmm. guy with the half uh, half scarred face. Show and fairy tale, and because I'd get letters if I didn't bring this up, yes, he's Kokichi goddamn Oma in Dong and Rampa V3. <laughs> oh, that asshole. Oh, beautiful. Canal, uh, the butterfly girl, is Brianna Knickerbocker, who's most known for playing Rem in, in ReZero. Again, still haven't seen ReZero, but again, we'd get letters. Finally, Bakugo over there is Genya, played by Zeno Robinson. Zeno, Zeno is another rising star in the VA world, playing Hawks in My Hero Academia and winning an anime award for it. Ogun in Fire Force, Cyborg in Young Justice, Alan Albright in Ben 10, Ab- Abdu in Monster Camp, I could go on. Although that makes my Black Ranger joke a little bit awkward. Not, not more <laughs> awkward than the actual show. Fair enough. Fair. Uh, we cut to a mysterious figure who we can assume is the head of the Demon Slayer Corps. It's Matt Mercer, by the way. That's why I recognize uh, that voice. Okay. You know, Jotaro, Krom, Majima. Oh, Good. I thought it was Crispin Freeman at first, then I did the BTVA and like, oh, it's yeah. nice. You know, Jotaro, Krom, Majima, the critical role guy. He's in everything, <laughs> always. Yep. Unfortunately, he has the most unfortunate Danganronpa role. For some yeah. reason, it's like, it's like I wish... God, I wish Matt Mercer was in Danganronpa. The monkey's paw curls. Turns out he's playing the diddler. Yeah. We see Tanjiro returning from final selection, and yeah, 
he got fucked up. Like he's using a walking stick. He, his ribs are broken. His he's bleeding from his head still. Uh, yeah, poor thing. I was like, someone please just call this boy a cab. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we couldn't just get him a... God. Oh, a boy. You know those videos of soldiers reuniting with their dogs? Mm-hmm. Just like that with a demon sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, I, I I wanted to have one joke because, God, this scene fucking wrecked me. Just Tanjiro's happiness of Nezko finally waking up and not dying. And Urukodaki's relief that one of his students finally survived. Like, you can almost see tears forming in the mask. This was a great scene. It was so good. There's during the scene like where they're about to pick their oars uh, for their sh- for their swords. Like I had written down like I think I would lay, lay down my life for Tanjiro, but I also don't think he would let me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like there's a running gag of like who would win in a fight, Tanjiro or other shonen protagonists, and the funniest one is Tanjiro versus Deku because neither one would want to fight. Ta- Tanjiro mm-hmm. would cry, and Deku would try to be friends with him. Yeah. <laughs> so Nezko can hibernate instead of eating humans. Neat. Fifteen days later, we meet the truly bizarre sword maker, uh, Hagadaska. That's uh, Robbie Draymond. We've talked about him in Cells at Work, so. That mask is supposed to be a goddamn clown? Yeah. It looks like Popeye. I did write towards the end. Uh, I didn't have too many notes just because, like, this show is so good. Uh, (laughs) I got got something. From soldiers to seamen, I cut down the demons. I'm Popeye the (laughs) Sworder Man. (laughs) Uh. What I did write, though, like, at the very end, uh, is that the character designs are just all so beautiful. So good. They're so, so distinct, and, like, you just see, like, how much love was put into this. Even Hattori Hanzo, God, what's wrong with your face here? Also, did anybody else notice that there were, what, four, I think it was, what, four or five at the initial ceremony that we saw? But they said there was, like, one more than what was actually there. Anybody pick up on that? Did they say that? Because I did. Yep. I know what you're alluding to. I I thought I thought he just skipped the whole thing. <laughs> I guess that that answers that. Uh, yeah. Yes, the color changing sword changes color. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Dip it in hot water and change. Wow. Dalton says I just <laughs> I just pictured Nezko pulling the, the rickshaw cab with the horse uh, bridle, and I nearly spit out my water. <sighs> mm. Oh, by the way, the crows talk. Yeah, crows can yeah. talk in real life too. Actually. Neat. It's terrifying. <laughs> You you've seen that Lemmy Smash meme, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just Lemme thinking smash. of that. Uh, I think that was a magpie. It's it was, same it, same genus. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of that video. Say hello, Lemmy Smash. <laughs> also, brutal octopus hold from uh, from Hagenesca there. Yeah. Uh, Tanjiro's crow is played by Doug Erholtz, who is the current voice of Inspector Zenigata, as well as John Pierre Polnareff. Hi, Becky. He's your boy. <laughs> I don't think the crow has that ass, though. I didn't look, so I don't know. Uh, I don't think it would. No. Uh, The episode ends with Tanjiro getting his first assignment. I'm hyped to see how this goes, even though I already know. Yeah, this show's great. (laughs) Yeah, this show is. It's it's a good show. I'm, I'm feeling very tired today, so I don't have too much to, like, say on e- any of these, really. Uh, That's fair. Same. Because uh, you and I were both very busy yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Uh, we were both at Robbie Robbie Dude's 24-hour Sonic uh, 06 charity stream, mm-hmm. which raised over $5,500 for the American Heart Association. So proud of him. Damn. I even made a donation uh, for th- like from this podcast. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think I donated like 80 something at the start. I think my total 90. was 30. Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of Robbie. Uh, go yeah. follow Robbie Dude on Twitch. Yes. That's like, my own personal endorsement. If you haven't, if you haven't and you're listening to this, I'm honestly shocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Shall we move on to the next show? Mm-hmm. I just have one point before we yeah, go. Uh, right before, like, Tanjiro gets back to hell, he's like, oh, Nezuko, where are you? And, like, she shows up, kicks the door down, and just walks outside. I'm just imagining Judge Rokodog just, close the damn door! Hey, close the <laughs> fucking doors! Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, move on to Gourmet Girl. Yes. Gourmet Girl Graffiti, uh, Episode 3, Crunch and Melt. I'm fairly certain that's a wrestling tag team. If not, it should be. Yeah. Why do I always uh, wait until right before I get hungry to watch this show? I always wait until right after I eat. <laughs> I usually do, I but ended again, up... fuck up schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ended up seeing it after I ate, so I'm good there, too. I uh, <laughs> I realized something with the intro this time around. Everybody's supersonic racing. Oh, my God. Stop oh, no. cooking for my dad. <laughs> it's April now, and the main girl's a junior in high school now. Junior? Was she? I, think, I thought she said ninth grade. She said third. Yeah. Uh, she said third year, didn't she? I well, think third my year, I think... said ninth grade. Ah. Yeah, I think it translated over here to ninth grade. Once again, I think I watched the different subtitles because mine said third year. It could yeah. be, it could be the equivalent third year of junior high over here. Which why is this country so like that? There you have the junior high that's seven, eight, and nine. Then you have high school that has nine, ten, eleven, twelve in different parts of the country. Uh, America, get your shit straight. Oh, do you want to hear about what my experience with school was? Uh oh. <laughs> uh, so I moved a lot as a kid second grade I went to three different schools when I got back to Michigan I was in one school for fourth grade mm-hmm. uh, they closed a bunch of schools in southeastern Michigan so I had a different school for fifth and sixth grade a different school for sixth and seventh and then I had high school which was nine through twelve what happened eighth grade uh, did I not, uh, fifth and sixth seventh and eighth nine through oh 12. okay okay I, I probably misheard <laughs> <laughs> It's also entirely possible I misspoke. But yeah, <laughs> I just, just want, I like bringing that up because I think it's funny. Damn, uh, this is really tasty. It's a bitch in <laughs> creme brulee. Thank you, Dalton. <laughs> uh, she got a package from her, no- from her mom. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wrote down, I did find, I think I find it harder to take notes during the show since I'm focusing on reading the subtitles. Same. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I hope that isn't a problem with JoJo because, uh, I just learned that JoJo is leaving Netflix in on in March. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> I think it's still on Hulu though, so it yeah. might be. I can always check. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, jokes on both jokes on both Netflix and Hulu. I got at least the first two parts down through iTunes. <laughs> oh, hey Gomer, I made you may need you to send those files to to somebody because uh, I need good raw files for uh, fucking. Jojo Bridge. Ah. Yeah, I also find it hard to take notes just because the show, the show is not really, like, engaging me in the plot. It's engaging me in the animation and the food, which is still fine. It's just, like, it's hard to have jokes for this, but I have some. Uh, Like, for example, the the bit where the exam with with drawing the the, uh, rice barrel, or not the rice barrels, the rice. uh, Yeah, the still life. Yeah, the still life with, not with apricots and pears this time, which is a shame. That's a joke for one crazy weekend fans. All two of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm again uh, rambling because I'm very tired. But uh my actual note is this reminds me of that time in college where I was like, I should take an art class to improve my drawing skills. And then I took that class and didn't improve shit. Yeah, I, I have in my notes, uh I'm a self taught artist. Uh I did take like one year worth of uh graphic design in like my senior year of high school. 
which is why I know what I do. Same. Uh, like, I I improved more dicking around on my phone for uh, drawing fan art for streamers than I did in that entire class. But, uh, yeah. And I said, and that is why I don't take art classes. Uh, I have a few reasons. One, I don't like the humility that tends to come with it, because I think it's a lot of just people talking down to each other, and I don't yep. vibe with that. Two, I don't like to be pressured into making artwork. Mm-hmm. I like to make, make artwork because I want to make it. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I have never made something that I didn't want to make. And somewhere, Becky is having opinions about all of this and doesn't know why. Because <laughs> she graduated from uh, Ringling, like, mm-hmm. I think 2013, I think it was, in, I want to say it was motion, in the motion design department, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but she does have an award-winning animation that she made while she was there, so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I cute. think, like, art school can definitely be really handy for a lot of people. It is. I am not one of those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's fair. Don't worry about the bamboo shoots. Uh, or no, I'm skipping ahead. Uh, I had actually. I got pretty angry. Uh, first was, oh neat, they got second and third. Well, third from the bottom. Ouch. And then, mm-hmm. oh, that is some bullshit. Like she was able to draw the damn rice. In fact, she was able to create something from fucking memory. That's true talent. That is. Yes. I will say though, it was a still life assignment. So like, when you don't draw the thing that you're supposed to. Like, I can get it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Do you have anything else to say on that particular scene? No. When they were doing the scene where they walk home afterwards, I was like, I think I still like Sheena the most. <laughs> uh, she speaks the most to me as a character. <laughs> she's very relaxed and just kind of like along for the ride. Uh, she's the one that was walk- the third one that was walking home with uh, Rio and uh, Kieran. Ah, the orange-haired one. Got it. Don't worry about the bamboo shoots. You can just get more from Daisy May on Sundays. <laughs> ah! I also did like that the show just kind of like says like, "Hey, cooking shows are kind of bullshit because none of this looks like this in real life." <laughs> that yep. was a funny moment. My last note for this episode is, "Man, I just had rice recently, and now I want more." Yeah, and the amount of rice they go through. Yeah, like, like God, damn near know. whole goddamn box. Even as a fat guy, I'm like, Jesus, that's that's pretty excessive for that amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh, almond rice. Uh, I don't like the taste of bamboo, but I'd try that that for sure. And then I have a question. Why is it called manga-style rice? Because manga is basically just the translation of comic. Right, mm-hmm. but why is it called comic-style rice? Well, because uh, like the way it looks in like a comic. How, like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were talking about how, like, which is why I said that comment, like how they point out like how, like, in comic, manga, etc., that, like, the food doesn't look like that. Oh, yeah, okay. and uh, I'm with Purple Girl. Uh, foods, flavor's the most important thing in food, not presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think Who... presentation matters to a certain degree. Something has to look edible for me to want to eat it. That's true, but it's yeah. not the it's not like the most important thing. No, no, not at yeah. all. Yeah, which is why I can shovel down a monster burger, monster thick burger from Hardee's or Carl's Jr. If you're over on the West Coast, please don't say the you phrase know. "monster thick." It makes me think of that goddamn Astolfo cosplayer. Oh God. No. <laughs> but point is, big ass double cheese bacon double cheeseburger. It don't look pretty. No, but it tastes damn good. Like I, I think I've sh- I've shown this on uh, like two during a one crazy weekend recording. We talked about Gorilla Mall, which is a local metal and themed res- uh, metal and wrestling themed restaurant here, mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorite burger places ever. But uh, some of the burgers are like super excessive, and they don't look great, but they. They look like they taste amazing. Like, uh, I'll, I'll link it for uh, the group later, but yeah. Because I don't feel like we should do the same joke 
in two different podcasts. But uh, I have a question. Which would win in the fight? Answer. The legendary half-cooked Amorice or the ultimate sandwich? I mean, one does have a shitload of chicken, a dickload of ham, and an explosion of clams. A dickload of ham? You've never heard the NSP song Ultimate Sandwich? No. Oh, it's good. It's all about how Danny oh. wants to fuck a sandwich. <laughs> and my last note is, please don't say manga meat. <laughs> and was, that was fine. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Before we continue, uh, we'll be right back. And now, an important message from Tyler Green, Kitty Quinn, and Randy Martin. Are you tired of asking yourself if that obscure show or movie you watched once was a fever dream? Is it still in your brain to this day as a 3 a.m. channel-changing hallucination? Well, join us as we yank that said memory out of your subconscious while we do a deep dive on it on Channel KRT. Channel KRT is a new bi-weekly podcast where we look at the best and worst of obscure media. We'll be covering such topics as... The Puzzle Place. Clown TV. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. Reanimated. The Weird Al Show. We Sing. And, and more. more. Join us every other week over at Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, and wherever podcasts can be heard. Channel KRT cuts to static. And we're back. Any other thoughts on, uh, on the thing? Uh, I don't think so, no. Yeah. Other than it's still very cute, very, very pleasing and soothing, and, and of course, food porn. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, very much, very much. Watch if watch if you want to be hungry. That's about it, all I can say. Yeah. Uh, shall we move on to uh, yeah. Operate Rodman, episode 12, Ooh, We Will Stop You. Even the recap hit me emotionally this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we say it every week. If you're not watching Operate Rodman... Please watch it. I've oh donated to multiple streams asking people to watch it. It's so goddamn good. My first note is just being sad about the ball and chain that are literally on Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I noticed something. The opening is still updating animation-wise. Is it really? Oh. Yeah, because they're that last shot of all the of all the uh, people like that. I haven't seen that before. Oh. Ah. Oh. I must have missed it. Please, God, let this show get a second season. Please. Come on, this show's amazing, it has to. Uh, yeah. like, we probably won't know for a year, and it's killing me inside. Well, uh, that's why they're also doing a manga alongside with it. That's true. In case the anime can't continue, the manga can. That's true. Mm -hmm. And then th that way they can, uh, once the manga's, you know, had some time, they can make a second season that way. There you go. Hooray! Uh, this feels like a good time to mention, I'm probably going to use this theme as my wrestling entrance music. Because I am nothing if not a gigantic dork, but an earnest one. Gil remains one evil motherfucker. Oh my god, yeah. And my mm. next note is just, Gil needs to die. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way my notes go is, uh, because this scene, like, it opens up and it's like, he, there's like three of the hostages that are left. Uh, it's Sophia and then two other men. I don't remember what the number was of how many were taken before. Lots. But considering Sophia and these two other men are the only ones left at the start of this episode, you can kind of assume that they all died. Yeah. So one of the men like says like, hey, I've got a family. Please just let me go. Uh, and Gil is like, uh, kill the other dude that's sitting next to you and then you can leave. That, that was uh, a jigsaw move. Yeah. Yeah. Over then, in the corner, Jigsaw and Monokuma are taking notes. <laughs> one of them, 
like they they fight for the gun. Uh, the one that originally spoke up ends up getting it. The other says like you don't have to do this, please. And then he shoots him three times, which I felt was unnecessary. My next note goes: Gil is fucked up and evil, and they make him so easy that easy to hate. Yep. Because what happens is that he shoots the ball and chain off of the one dude that like lived, and then as he's running out. He shoots him in the back and he dies. Yep. Yep. Say, uh, how do you how do you feel about that, Chiaki? What is he? A nasty, trashy pig shit. Thank you, yeah. Chiaki. <laughs> Thank you, Chiaki. Uh, uh, and then and then he's like, yeah, I'm, to Sophia, yeah, I'm just gonna use you to lure the others out and then uh, let my let my goons have my, have their way with you and then dump you in the ditch. Uh, die, 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 die. Operator's supercar is finally built. Yeah, it was super nice to just see like how all of the cars got fixed up, because it was just it was just a nice like reconciliation moment. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TJ was doing us all a favor, being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill Gil." I'm just, I'm going to do it. He's he going to die. You got to wait for volume two. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Seth, you could stuff that lady and a kid bullshit because they're way more useful than you. Just a little bit. Uh, Kosame <laughs> is back, baby. Fuck yeah. Or better yet. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then the shot of all the cars driving up. Squad, 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 squad. Unfortunately, the bridge is still out. Thankfully, Opera has a plan. Water bridge mode! Yes! Like, it's since like... his car is also a boat, he just turns it into boat mode and and hangs a goddamn bridge on the back of it. <laughs> and it worked! The gang teams up in pairs, thankfully leaving Hotato the Prairie Dog out of danger, and it's finally time to storm Gil's compound. Kill these dog-shooting motherfuckers first. Thank you! Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we see some goons shooting at a tied-up dog, and... Fucking, presumably, I think it's Dylan, manages to hit one as they're walking up. He just falls, and then they kill, like, ten more people. Yep. Yeah, and they do, like, the anime style, like, they're just standing there for a second, and as they walk by, they all fall down. They do that with the one guy, and then the ten guys. Yeah, they aren't part of the thousand three for nothing. Nope. My, <laughs> in true Astra fashion, my notes go, like, oh god, not the dog, what the fuck? They suck at being guards. Oh. Oh, hello, Dylan. You know, oh. I can't even front. I have I have a similar note about a later character this uh, this week. Interesting. We'll get there in a bit. Are the snakes planning to take over Chicago? Right, like, like <laughs> they're pretty much saying they're planning to take over Chicago. And then my next note is Tristan the Bad is the most underrated himbo of all time. I am holding him close to my chest. This, and I you love him. beautiful dumb man. I love him. <laughs> Jalan is just wrecking motherfuckers. Oh, then we I, learned that, that. Oh god. I love women. <laughs> I love Same. women so much. Yeah. Then we learned that no, Chase the Bat is thirty-five. Yeah. All apparently. Right. Uh, it was kind of funny that I compared it with the part that happened in Demon Slayer. It was like, how old are you? I'm thirty-seven. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> Rolling read in the entire episode. It lined up so well to have both of these episodes today. Yeah. Yes. Had, like lines like that. My my notes. So, uh, Jalan says like, "There is no band. I'm the whole damn show." Oh, and I. That was. Yeah. Fucking beautiful line. I, I immediately uh, thought of Rob Van Dam's old catchphrase: "The whole fucking show." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like I thought you said no fighting. It's not a fight if they don't fight back. Yeah. Chase, no. Tristan, no. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, my next notes go like the same way. It's like, no, 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 oh my god, no, oh my god! Uh, Chase survived, thank god. He was just being overdramatic to sell it. Yeah. I'm presuming Tristan survived as well. Yes, he does. Both fireworks gets it off, and ha! The old newspaper trick. And then, yeah. Electronet, holy fuck! Right? <laughs> and Kosume with another super move! I, uh show is so good, man. It's so good. Jalon with a fucking after image! It, uh, man, and a I don't even, three... Like, what, what's the term for, like, a uh, three... Chuck Sunset Nunchuck? Sukan. What? Sunset Sukan. Yeah, she, she has a goddamn Sunset Sukan. And in all, still in all caps, Tristan, you amazing sexy man, that German suplex had perfect form! <laughs> I saw that team just like, Rosen's going to be very happy. Yes! Day. Yes. I was thinking, like, when I was watching, I was like, man, you'd make a really good wrestler. To, st- to steal a joke from Alfred Coleman, I have never wanted to suck dick so bad in my life. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a reminder that both this stream and this podcast are intended for mature audiences only. If you're a child, don't be. 18 plus. <laughs> don't, don't be a child. Don't be Hototo. Which, yeah, we gotta talk, we gotta unpack how awesome that move from Tristan was, because Tristan, while trying to rescue Hototo, fucking takes several, no-sells several punches to the face, ramps the guy, holding him in a full Nelson, running forward through two buildings, and German suplexes him off of a motherfucking wall! Hell yeah! Yeah, Just, what the fuck? This show is incredible! (laughs) such a good show. It's such a good show. And then, holy shit, Al just threw his sword into a guy's head! God damn, get it, Al. (laughs) Al is not gonna be fucking stopped here. No. So the gang meet up outside the church, we hear gunshots, and that's the end of the episode! Fuck! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have the build-up, you have the mini-bosses, now you have to get to the final boss. Ugh! I, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Uh, once, like, we're done, I'm immediately watching the finale. I, I might as well. I might, like, what after tag team tonight, I might uh, go watch the, the entire rest of the series with Casey. Because I think she's <laughs> on, like, episode eight, I want to say? Yeah. I'm so fucking pumped for the finale. Too. Yeah, yes, you do. Like, what can we say? Like, we, we, we've, I've said what can we say, like, six times about this show. <laughs> tonight Only alone, six? really. <laughs> Over the course like, of the podcast, yeah, like, or specifically in the wrap-up segment. Yeah, it's just yes. like, uh, watch this goddamn show. Like yes. I, I, oh, I th- like I, I think I said before, like last week or maybe the week before, but this is definitely going to be on like my yearly rewatch, which is what I do with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's up like, there with with FMA Brotherhood. When I, I never saw Brotherhood, absolutely. but it's like this is going to be a classic in like five oh, years. God, yeah, it's like I. It's the best anime that no one else has been watching. It really it is. So sad. Hopefully, See, get. It, I was gonna say, get it on it now, while it's still young and fresh. Yes. Get say that you help build up the fandom. Get that hipster cred, mm-hmm. and then in five years, you could sell the stock in it. Wait, I'm mixing up my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, get into it, damn it. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely going to be making some art pieces for this. There you go. I. I want. I want to make a shirt that just says, "Please watch Opera Ranban." 
I'll make I'll make uh, I'll make a design and put it up on Redbubble for you. I, nice. I will buy it immediately. <laughs> Sweet. Anyway, let's 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 cool down a bit and talk about Oil Rocket episode twelve. If you don't like worrying, if I don't like worrying, I should have left. I should have left up my ROM on a fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> so the green haired kid is neurodivergent coded. Now, are we all in agreement on that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's like, I, I never really got the whole social interaction thing. I just like math. I'm just like, that's pretty on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another great uh, background line. What's a movie? <laughs> <laughs> and then a uh, Dragon Quest reference. Yeah, like I said, I don't have much notes for this one. I'm ignoring that particular comment from Akai. And then immediately, Akai, stop being gross. Yeah, yeah I, so just... I didn't end up finishing this episode because I was rushing to try and get through my last two. That's, that's fair. This was the uh, one to skip, to be honest. But, like, I, I my two notes on it are tr- trains, because the opening, like, it starts out with the two, like, stepping off of a train. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we don't mean, we don't mean, like, a steam train either. It's, like, a modern, like, modern 2007 train. train. I mean, like, like, five episodes ago, we had Black Hawk helicopters, so. Yeah, that's true true uh it just like it didn't point it out as like a joke this time oh, it was just yeah. like they just got off a train and i was like huh yeah uh, that was a bit weird and the yeah. other thing is that like I, w- I was like trying to like kind of like skip around through it just to get like the main beats and then like i saw like the sexual assault stuff kind of be playing off as a joke and i was like mm, mm, yeah that's mm. it's not like so and that's about where i stopped watching because i was like you know <laughs> i yeah, want to watch yeah. this cell network it's not like this isn't like cut it, it i don't really i don't want to cut it i just like Please don't keep doing it's, that because then I will want to cut it. <laughs> yeah, it's like is one tarnish on like an otherwise good thing. Yeah, it's it, it's a first. It's a, it's a warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, I will say when when uh, the old guy finished up his story or whatever and, and had to leave it on the cliffhanger and everybody's complaining. And I'm and he's going on his rant about about how things need to build up for cliffhangers and all that all that shit. I'm sitting here thinking. God, that's topical. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. for an anime created in 2007, dubbed in 2010, and we are sitting here in the year 2021 as we record this, and people are bitching about WandaVision. Were this not an anime podcast, I would be gushing about WandaVision. Agreed. But for now, uh, other notes. I do like that the princess is just drunk on milk. <laughs> and then, yeah, not awful, but this was not one of the better episodes of the show. Shall we move on? Every series is going to have a stinker or two. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm not doing on it. Even JoJo probably has a stinker or two. We'll find I, out on a rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, JoJo has elements I don't like, but, you know, yeah. it doesn't ruin it for me. JoJo has Nazis in it, and it still doesn't ruin it for me. This is true. Granted, a lot of the time... Well, no, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, we're not going there. We're, we're not getting there yet. No. Cells at Work, Episode 4, Food Poisoning. Goody. Our stomachs are volcanoes, man. Yeah, kind of. Uh, we get to see how food's digested. It's about what I thought it would be. <laughs> and this is also known as this is what happens when two cells go on a date yeah I like that they're just friends now uh, oh it was pr- uh, props uh, wow cells are fucking petty yeah it's like all this stuff going on in my body what the fuck's wrong with y'all in there yeah. don't like make me shake my myself down and come down in there was that yeah. I would like to think that my cells are a little bit kinder yeah yeah. Props to them for not making the mass sell fat for an easy joke. She's played by Maureen Price, who was Louise in Fire Emblem Heroes, and that's about it. Another newcomer. Uh, she does a good job, though. Yes. She really does. The, help me out with the name, the, the one that starts with an E, with the trident. Asunophil? Yeah, the Asunophil. It's played by Kaylee Mills again. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. We meet the moody fuck that is the Basophil, 
played by DC Douglas. Some of you may know him as Wesker or Kamashita. I know him as a certain Kierophile from Moriocho. So that's the I term for it. I am glad that okay. I don't know what any of that meant. I mean, you, you know you know Persona 5, so Kamashita. Yes. Yeah. I was just more referring to the last segment. Oh, well, you will, you will, uh, you will find out in a, f- in a few JoJo parts. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. With the way Basifil yeah. talks, I'm shocked this wasn't the Turgley Farrah role. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I put Ye- down, so my notes, like, I didn't have much because I was rushing, like I said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I said, I consider myself very lucky to have not ever gotten food poisoning. Because everything I've heard about it has been fucking awful. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Just thank then, God we'd never get to do a kidney stone episode. Yet. <laughs> my my next note goes, white got eaten, no, no. And then just LMAO, because he just cuts through the thing from yeah. the inside. <laughs> it may be the bloodiest thing I've ever seen. And not only am I a deathmatch wrestling fan, this is a show where blood is literally the main cast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this was like the, the elevator from The Shining went up like five floors extra oh yeah absolutely it oh so good i like this show it's yes very nice. this is very good this is how racist americans think sushi works yeah yeah i was thinking that <laughs> uh hey for once a character in an anime overly apologizing is actually justified that's neat yeah then uh it's a virus eel a veal if you would if you would aha somehow not the most disgusting veal imaginable uh like even as a meat yeah. eater i draw the line at veal very fair. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had it. Uh, don't know. The Kidney Stone uh-oh. episode is just going to be one giant Sisyphus reference. Oh. Oof. You're saying that to the person who's had Kidney Stone six times, man. I will find Including you. a week ago. Oh, no. Oh, I've had them before, too. Those are those are just... just my, my, my initial reaction when I find a Kidney Stone. <laughs> Accurate. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. I'm so sorry. Same. Yeah, and, and and yeah, considering what we have, we have at least a few inches extra thing for them to pass through. <laughs> mm. oh. To end this particular divergence, I would like to bring up the one of the very few funny, like, still funny Family Guy jokes. Muddy Waters passing a kidney stone. Yeah, I was also rushing for this one, so I don't really have uh, notes for the back half. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I did write down that I love this poetic, ridiculously poetic motherfucker in reference to the... Uh... Basophil. Basophil. I just, I think he's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like... Hate. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's like, all right, Gundam. Yeah. That was, he was, my, that was the first face covered up and very poetic. Doesn't that sound familiar, Shuichi? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Oh. <laughs> okay, so a little bit of, once again, a little bit of divergence, because we've got, we've got a bit of time. So due to uh, the V3 playthrough getting a little delayed due to uh, the ice storms in Texas, mm-hmm. I created a Danganronpa RP server in my, uh, my or channel on my server. And I will say, it has made me appreciate Correcchio more. Interesting. Hmm. I think my main problem with Correcchio was the vo- was the person playing him, because Ethan does a great job. Jo- Ethan should just be the official voice from now on. Ethan is the official voice, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Yeah, instead of... Instead of the other person that we're not mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, let's just say I have a really good time battling and beating the shit out of Fuseman in Mega Man 11. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yeah, I will say I did have some problems with Karekio, mainly just with how they wrote his backstory, I guess. Ooh, I, we haven't I, gotten there yet, so we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to say anything else. Ethan probably knows what I'm talking about. Uh, and I do, about... too. Oh, I know yeah, what you're talking I'm about. I'm the only one oh. who doesn't know. Yeah. 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 It's, I, I, yeah. It's also, there's two reasons I stopped playing when I did. One is, like, undertones with something else. I don't know how far you've gone, so I'm not going to say Angie? anything over. Yeah, because it gets... Where are you at right now? We just finished chapter two last time. Okay, because it gets more overt just throughout the course of like the next chapter. Ah, yeah, this uh, is this is why we had Becky kind of turn it just into Scientology. Justified. I guess I'm speaking. I'm speaking as someone who's an ex Jehovah's Witness. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So. That... From um, like, childhood. Uh. So I'm like, I. I well, I hope it's we. It's just like a personal thing. I think other people are fine with it, and that's completely okay. I hope uh, we can yeah. mop mock the shit out of uh. Mock the shit of it to your liking. Uh, yeah. But it was that, and then it was uh, Karekio stuff, which we'll, you'll get to eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I mean, like, other than that, uh, other anime stuff. <laughs> yes. Shall we move on to ranking? Because I'm, 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 I'm out of notes for, for this. Well, I think before we finish up, uh, get to the ranking, finish up this particular episode of Cells at Work, because I do have a thought for, like, the back end, because um, throughout the entire episode... Oh, Cinephil, I think it's how you pronounce it. They, they're, they're all busting her metaphorical balls all episode because she couldn't even kill a single germ or what have you. And then you got this big motherfucking parasite, you know, that comes in and it's going to try and steal the body's nutrients. She goes in there and one shots the motherfucker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, so, so gratifying. That was, like, oh, yeah. It was very yeah. good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I have to say on that. Um, who wants to do rankings first? I can go first. Okay. Mm hmm. Uh, so for this week, I've got obviously Opera is at the top at the top again. Opera, Demon Slayer, Souls at Work, and then Gourmet Girl Graffiti and Edo are like at a tie for the bottom. Just because like I didn't finish Edo, uh, just because like part of the episode rubbed me the wrong way, and I was like, yeah. you know what, maybe not this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then like Gourmet Girl Graffiti, there's just not much to talk about, but it's not like a bad show. It's the same issue that I have like with Edo. Like I, there's not much for me to say, but like it's not bad, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I went with Operate Demon Slayer Cells and then Triple G edged up just by uh, not being as gross. I'm kind of in the same order. Uh, Operate Demon Slayer, Cells at Work, uh, Triple G, and Oedo Rocket. Right. For pretty much the same reasons, because it's like, yeah. In fact, in fact, um, I, I do want to make a note that this cliffhanger for Operate this week was so good, I went ahead and watched the last one. I, I know you did. That's why I put in yeah, the chat and say nothing. Our listeners didn't know, though. That's true. Uh, Ethan? Opera, Demon Slayer, Cells at Work, Oedo, and Graffiti. Okay. So I actually wrote down what we have next week because there's some special stuff. And I wrote down oh, the yeah. order as well because we need it, something needs to be last. So next week is going to be Demon Slayer Episode 6, Gal Garden Graffiti Episode 4, uh, Cells at Work Episode 5, Oedo Rocket Episode 13, the Opera Ramon finale, an Opera Ramon retrospective, and the announcement of the next show. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we will see you next week for that. Bye-bye, everybody. Later.